Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Talk Time with Josh and Mike. I'm Josh. I'm Michael. And we have today a great friend, David Mendez. David, how are you? Hello, doing well. How are you all? It's great to be here. We're good. How's it going? Thanks man? for being here. Yeah, I know. Things are steady. Just working on things. I mean, personal life is hard, but whose isn't? Yeah. We're all trying to make it. Right. Yeah, just uh, it, it's exciting though. Always love doing uh, the podcast. And I uh, figured I'd start off just talking about how tough this can be at times. Let's talk about the times where you don't want to do this. Yeah. And you get up and you say, you know what? Dust off the mic because we've got to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've had... It's... Uh, it's yeah. It's just kind of like so much going on right now already. Um, you start with like... First of all, we're all so busy. All three of us. All the time. All yep. the time. And so first of all, you just kind of have to find the schedule that works. And so you're like, hey, what about this day? No, I'm, I'm working, or no, I got family stuff, or whatever. And you're like, oh, like this is my only day off the whole week, and now you gotta wait next week, or whatever. But like, it's already tough enough finding a, a nice schedule. But on top of that, once you find a day, you can do it. Maybe you don't even want to do it that day. It's, it's honestly probably just <clears throat> our age group. Because right now, we're sort of in our formative years. You know, we're serious about getting our futures going. You know, we're constantly trying to improve our professional lives. And obviously trying to balance, you know, a social life in between all that, too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. it adds up. And I know for a while, you and I, Mike, had uh, trouble getting things off and going. It was a little slower than we had anticipated, but uh, we're about ready. We're well, almost there. Well, the important part is that y'all are doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ready to put in all the, all the work for a yeah. little bit so to get, uh, get it off the ground and get it moving. Because yeah. I think it's easy to quit. I think this must be the time where most people quit. Yeah. Right at the beginning, you just go, you know what? Before I go any further, I'm just going to abandon shit. Yeah. Let's not even get it off the dock. There's no way. Yeah. Look at that endless sea. There's no way we're going we're gonna to make it past these uncharted waters, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. And I always think it is important to find days where you can just say, you know what? I need a break or I need to rest. I think it is important to progressively move forward and... Yeah. Especially on something like this, a project like this, where you're still getting off the ground, it is important to keep moving forward. But I do think there is times where you know, say, you know what, I do have a free day, but you know what, you know, today's just not the day, you know, whatever, if you need rest or whatever. And so, I mean, we were kind of back and forth on that for a while, but like I said a minute ago, we, we're going now and it's it's really nice. And again, glad you're here, man. Uh, Same here. So, oh, I know we've been wanting to do this for a while. You guys, David Mendes has a podcast on YouTube, uh, 903 Derby. Check it out. He interviews a bunch of folks. It's really nice. I've watched a few episodes already, and I know I've subscribed. You guys should go ahead and check him out on YouTube. Uh, anything you want to add to that? Yeah, no, I appreciate the plug. You know, it's it's been sort of my vision to grow it organically. You know, I never ask anybody to subscribe. I never ask anybody to watch it. And so... The goal is to eventually create a community where people can just talk, share events, maybe get inspired to do things of their own. And so far, it's been working out great. I've had people come up to me and say, hey, I've checked out your podcast. I like this conversation you had with such and such. And these topics that you covered, I thought that was, you know, enlightening. Yeah. And I love that. I absolutely <laughs> love that because I know that it's the, uh, the quality of the content that yeah, kept them engaged right. and not me sort of pushing it. Yeah. They didn't just give me a, a, a free trial. Okay, we'll, we'll check it out just because, you know, yeah. David's favorable. Like, no, no, no. They, they took time out of their day, checked that out for themselves. Mm-hmm. I didn't scurry them. I didn't influence them at all. And it's a great feeling. Yeah, that's awesome. One thing I did kind of want to butt in, 
is that um, we actually had a podcast where, where David interviewed us on his. And so if anybody has a chance, definitely check that out. Cause yeah. It was it was pretty great. Yeah, that was the uh, that was on his podcast. Just to reiterate what Mike just said, nine hundred three Derby on YouTube. We were recently on that. Fall that your most recent episode? Oh, so my most recent episode has actually been one where I talked to Ava Skipworth, the president of Monster Yogurt, which is sort of based in Richardson. It was a great opportunity. I mean, I had a chance to go to Urban Eight, which is an awesome restaurant out in the colony. Just like the name suggests. There are eight varieties of restaurants slash coffee bars slash bars. Cool. Where's that? All in one. What did you say that was? I, right off of the tollway. I can't remember the intersection itself, but if you're familiar with Nebraska Furniture Mart and the Top Golf R okay. out there in the colony, okay. it's yeah. right within that region. Wow. Sweet. So really neat concept, and uh, yeah, definitely a, a success. You see a ton of people in there at any given time. Awesome. That's cool, man. Definitely. Uh... Looking, I actually haven't listened to it yet, but I look forward to listening to it here very soon when things calm down with all being busy all the time. For yeah. sure, no, I appreciate it. Yeah, basically, we talked primarily, excuse me, about uh, entrepreneurial exploits and sort of the difficulties you face and getting things off the ground and just the grit. Because I think that when you first start something huge, it, it things just look monumental. Yeah. You know, you you can you have sort of a fantasy, sort of idealized vision of what the end result can be, mm-hmm. and you can fantasize about that all day. But seldom can you really fill in the gaps. Right. Right. It's like you have this big fog in between. You go, yeah, I know that I'm gonna make this podcast, and here's what I want it to be. I want it to be a place where people congregate and comment and talk and subscribe. Okay, but what is the first step? What's the second step? What's right. the thirteenth step? Yeah. What step? That goal right, there. right. And which exactly. step am I gonna realize? You know, big gains. When, when am I gonna really take off? When am I gonna have the the community that I want? Right. Yeah. It's, Lots of gray area. Just it's, like my friend Sean working on his buildings, he he has this big vision in mind of what he wants the end goal to be. He sees it in his head what it's gonna be, but you still gotta start off with each little step. You gotta clean up the old buildings. You gotta remodel anything that needs to be remodeled. You gotta get it passed through like city inspection and whatever, all that fire code. And so there's step by step, but he sees the vision. And so I just thought that was kind of a good example of what you were talking about. Very so what's true. the first step? What's the next one? When do I do it? How do I do it? Resources, time, money, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I just thought that was a good example because mm-hmm. I also know. Uh, who told you you were supposed to get in contact with him, and what was it about? I remember uh, a few weeks ago at the gathering, you were telling me somebody told you to get in contact with him. Do you remember? Oh yeah, I think so. I, I don't. You rec- said somebody, and I don't recall get- who it was. Yeah. But I do remember the conversation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And I didn't know what that was for because you had told me someone that told you to get in contact with him. Um, did you remember what it was for? Yeah, it was sort of about talking about the future and sort of the ideas that I've heard of him through you, you okay. know, mm-hmm. and cool. some of the things he wants to bring to Sherman, which I think are going to be hits without yeah. a doubt. Yeah. Over like big buildings and yeah. businesses. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. He owns a lot of the properties here in downtown Sherman. So um, he is, if you, if you want help or a vision or whatever, just someone to talk to about stuff like that, he's the guy. I'd he's, love to volunteer. And, yeah. I, and I think that volunteerism it, it, maybe it doesn't have the glory it deserves because you meet yeah. so many people mm-hmm. 
You meet right. so many people when you go out and volunteer, and you make a real difference. Not to mention your schedule's more flexible. Yeah. Right? You're a volunteer, and so you go in whenever you can. You get out there, you can get real results. Exactly. That's something that I've been that I pushed heavily 2018, like never before. And I'm I'm thankful for every opportunity that I took and all the opportunities that I was given as a volunteer. That's good. So it would be my hope that other folks, you know, listening might be inspired to do the same. Right. You know, they hear about this and maybe they'll investigate and get out there and check it out for themselves. Right. Um, and speaking of volunteering, do you, I know you do the dance classes at the gathering every two, you said every two weeks or every two Tuesdays? That's correct. For two Tuesdays a month, right? Is that's that, correct. Yes. I, I feel like I'm getting that. That's right. No, that's that's great. Okay. Yeah. Or at the very that, least, twice a month. Yeah, so twice perhaps, a month. That's that's what I was trying perhaps, to Perhaps it could be, yeah, it could be that maybe on Twice a month on Tuesdays. Whenever you split it up, it's twice a month on Tuesdays. Is that volunteer work for you? It you sure is. You volunteer your time? That's awesome. It sure is. That's awesome. And I actually haven't gotten to uh, go to one of those, but I've been wanting to. I know this past Tuesday I was pretty busy, so I didn't get to go to that. But maybe you'd like to share a bit about that, how you yeah. got into that. Sure thing. So here's the beauty <coughs> about dancing. Anybody of any age, any level of athleticism can participate. And it's a great way to connect. It's a great way to have a good, classy, clean, good time. And you get a good little bit of cardio in there too. <laughs> you know? I got into dancing probably in the middle of 2017. I am no expert. The only thing I am is a vessel. I'm a hype man. I go in there. I get people excited about dancing. I show them two or three moves, which are my only moves, and then back away. And that's it. <laughs> You know, and I've been accused of talking about dancing too much recently, um, but because it's it's really become sort of a I don't know a passion of mine to try and spread it and grow it, because for me, it really uh, opened a lot of doors as far as dancing did making connections. Yeah, it sure did, because I was able to uh, you know connect with more people through some of the dances out there in DFW. Make new friends. Actually, I made a close friend out of it. So to me, that's a huge win. So I, I see the value in having a dance scene anywhere. And right. so it's exciting to see Sherman sort of crafting one of its own now. Right. Right. That's awesome, man. I, I know, especially, you know, being in a church for so long, and I'm speaking from my point of view, being in a church for so long... Um, a lot of that is just volunteer work. People are grateful, you know, for the fact that you're willing to put them in a building uh, of faith for 30 minutes, an hour, whatever you may choose time-wise for that gathering of people, you know. And I think people are grateful, and that's where volunteering comes from. That's where serving comes from. You can serve and be humbled by it and be grateful for it. And so I'm right on the same page with you, man. I love that. I love that that you're experiencing that and that you've... Uh, found that through various ways, including dancing. So I really like that, man. I just wanted to share that. I like that. No, yeah, and, and church is a great place to do that. And you'll meet a ton of people there too. Yeah. So I, I think that it can be hard to develop a really strong social group without putting yourself out there in right. some way. And so I think volunteering is a great way to to connect with the community and also contribute something real. Right. Which can be hard because sometimes I feel, you know, just in life, sometimes it's hard to really get, make concrete things unless you're an artist or 
musician or something along the lines of that. Right. So it's just one of the ways, I think. And some people don't realize you don't just you don't have to volunteer physical things. Sometimes just your time is all that people need. Very because true. Because you can say, hey, I don't know what you need. And I don't know if I can physically give you something, but I can be here to help you with something. I can be here for however long. I'm offering you my time. And they say, oh, yeah, well, would you help me move some furniture or whatever? Something as simple as that. So some people don't take into account that you can just volunteer time, too. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter what the task is. You know, I believe serving is serving. And if you serve with a good heart and you volunteer with a good heart, you're rewarded for it and you're blessed for it. And so I really think it is important. And I'm glad you brought that up once again. I think that's I think that's tremendous. So that's that's all I got on that. But I think that's tremendous. No, fair enough. Fair enough. So, <laughs> Mike, you've been a little quiet. What do you yeah. got? Um. Well, I actually have a couple questions for you, here, David. So, when I think of the word David, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wanted to uh, when somebody. What, what are some ways that you could describe yourself? For oh. sure, an extrovert just redlining the spectrum, without a doubt. I live off of and feed off of being around people. Sweet. Mm-hmm. I do enjoy living on my own. I do enjoy my quiet time. But, you know, some of the folks who I know who are introverts say they need points in their day where they recharge. Right. And I guess I've got a quick charge installed in me because... <laughs> Five minutes and I'm good to go. All, all good to go, man. Yeah. All good to go. And if I know, that. <laughs> and I know we talked about, um, all three of us, we talked about how for you it's, you only need a few minutes, like you said, to just charge up and go. And you're never not busy in a way. You try to stay busy and try oh, to no stay productive. Um, and so um, I, with, with being productive all the time and staying productive, do you have to learn to manage your time really well or is that more natural to you or what? Yeah, yeah, it's... Both. I would say that it started off as something that I really need to work on hard. And now it's become more natural in the sense that I know how to manage the time. Right. So I keep a list on my phone. You know, I've got my generic memo, you know, app that I use and I write things down for every single day. I've got my calendar. So those things keep me on track. Right. And it helps because I'm able to telegraph and, and study, let's say, a day or a week in advance what I'm going to do, you know, in, in, in a time that's yet to come. Right. Right. And so, and, and I should point out that my motivation to succeed and this drive and all that has sort of, I guess, uh, negative underpinnings. You know, and when I was younger, I feel I've wasted a lot of time and I'm making up for that lost time right now. Yeah. It's, it's one of those weird things to where... If it wasn't for the fact that I look back at those times with such regret, I don't know if I'd be as productive as I am today. Right. Perhaps my default modus operandi has changed. Yeah. Maybe like shaped you. Yeah. Yeah. So it's an interesting thing. It's an interesting thing. I ask because, you know, when I am busy, I seem to manage my time really well. But when I don't have a lot going on... I can look at the clock and I'm like, oh, wow, a few hours just passed by. And not only that, but if I didn't plan on something to happen and there, someone comes up to me or whatever the, whatever the case, I get busy somehow, spontaneously busy, and someone says, hey, by 8.30 tonight, I need you to come over and help me, whatever. And 
I have trouble managing that time. Say it's 7.30. I'm like, okay, I have an hour to get there. Subconsciously, I can't think about that. I can't just get dressed and go. I'm pretty bad about that. And so that's why I asked you if time management, when you're super productive like you are, is more natural or if you just kind of had to learn from that or whatever. Because um, I, I definitely struggle with that. And so I just yeah, thought it was yeah, something and, we both had in common. And just in the way you structured that question, you know, you, you purport it as something that could be a skill. And it is. Yeah. It's, it is absolutely something you oh, hone sure. and refine. Yeah. Right. It's a skill like any other. Try, try showing up to your job five minutes late every day for a week. See yes. if you still have a jab. See yes. if you still have a job. It will, yeah. without right. a doubt, yeah. it, it will, you will be getting a reminder. Yeah, exactly. That this is not okay. Yeah. And so that's where I think discipline comes in. And discipline, it's called discipline, right? It's not, it's, it definitely doesn't have a very cheerful context. Yeah. You know? it, it, it goes back to what we were saying about the days where maybe you don't want to do a podcast. Or you don't want, don't want to do a certain thing and you do it anyway. What do you uh, what do you think are some good what do you think are some good ways for people to improve you know when it comes to timeliness and all that sort of thing and, and encouragement to you know let's say shoot a podcast or encouragement to go and get you know get this one thing done get it finished because oh, I know easy. I know a little while back you and I we were talking this was a couple of weeks back but how your drive behind the podcast was that you wanted to just kind of improve life in general and that's why you were wanting to do that you you weren't just going to want to settle on what you're doing now you wanted to make it higher make it better just continue on that's right right craft craft a future where it'll erase and negate for the most part all the regrets that i've had granted i'll always have pangs to remind me of all the time that's been lost which will you know sort of keep me going right. and, and, and serve as a reminder <clears throat> that, you know, you always, you always have to keep working, you know, in order to maintain a certain right. standard of living. But I think the, if, if I was to give a suggestion is what, if you're going to do something, if you have an idea, you start now right. and starting now doesn't mean as we know that you have a creative endeavor and it's going to be done in a day. What it means is if you have an idea, and I'll present one right now. For example, I had <clears throat> this idea of contributing something to a small town, right? How did I begin? I went to the town. I talked to some people. I began to sort of get a sense of the interest level. What else did I do? I created social media pages. I passed out flyers right. and next thing you know you know I was volunteering with Texoma Dance Club and you know through a team effort as well it wasn't just me you know the, the founders as well put in a lot of effort we were able to increase participation I mean by multiples of what it was right but all that if you notice began well before before we even pushed things on social media before we passed flyers right i was in the town scoping things out i right. was talking with people i was getting a sense of things i was getting a preview that counts right that counts mm -hmm. right and i think that's where a lot of people get confused and information gets uh falsely presented to people as hey like you said i want to do this it's okay to start now 
but that doesn't necessarily mean that everything is going to come together now. It means exactly. you're starting now. It means you're starting on that first step. It means you're preparing. You know, it doesn't mean it's happening overnight. You have to be patient. You have to put work into it. And that goes back to discipline. And I think time management. We've taken more than enough time. We had a few different things come up and really get this podcast going, but we took more than enough time. And now we're ready to go. And it, it just it took time. And we had, you know, the mindset, let's do this. Let's make a podcast. But it does take time. And it doesn't happen overnight. So I do I do like that point you had. It's true. And, and I think that the best parallel <coughs> that comes to mind for me is a fitness journey. Right? Yeah. You say, okay. Mike, you know a I, little bit about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. I've been noticing. I've been watching you. <laughs> you know? So it's one of those things. You start off. It's an idea. I want to get in shape. Okay. How am I going to act upon this? Well, start now. You get online. You start researching. Okay. What kind of diet do I need? You don't even need to look online for how much sleep. You, if, if you wake up and you're bleary-eyed, sleep more, right? So that you start taking observations, taking notes of what your body does. And then you get the gym membership. Okay, right. starting to get more in the game. <laughs> you start making friends there, let's right. say. Now you have a workout partner that kind of gives you some guidance and, and gives you right, gives you some tips. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, there's the grueling grind. Of getting in there, especially when you don't want to, or when it's cold out, or hot out, or rainy, or whatever the case may be, and lifting. Right. And lifting, and lifting, and lifting, and lifting, until three years later, (laughs) you look in the mirror and you go, all right. You know? (laughs) You're either satisfied, or you're going to continue pushing forever. But regardless, it goes back to what I was saying about maintaining a standard of living. Once you've upped the bar... You know, you've got to maintain it. And the beauty of it, though, is it doesn't require all that much to maintain something like that. And I think it's the same way with an entrepreneurial exploit. Let's say a podcast. If you get a podcast and it gets big, we we first start off, we're pumping out content. You know, we're, we're trying to make sure that everything's looking good. Once all that's established, we have a fan base. You know, we've got contacts. You know, getting views isn't so hard anymore. Right. You just post the thing and that's exactly. it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So preparation. I, yeah. And I think, well, I'll ask you, do you think all that preparation, time management, your mindset, every little thing that goes into making a dream happen, do you think that comes with, we already talked about discipline. I believe that is a firm foundation of making a dream come true. But do you think discipline comes through maturity? It could. Because you're, I, it you're, could. you're 28. That's correct. You're I, 20 or 19, Mike. 19. We're 19. So there's a nine-year gap. The scary thing for me, not for you guys, but for me, is seeing folks like you guys who are just crushing it. Because then I think back to myself and I go, how? Did I even have a brain? I don't understand what it was about my 19-year-old self that was just so incompetent. It's, oh, it's the craziest thing. So it's it's it's... I think that maturity can give you discipline like it did for me. When life gets you with an uppercut and then you're sitting there going, wait a second, I'm, I'm, I'm falling flat on my face left and right. right. Something has to change. Yeah. That's what it was for me is when I started realizing that I was not getting the job I wanted. I was not living in a place I wanted. Um, 
I wasn't making fitness goals. I wasn't achieving just the level of satisfaction that I would want. And maybe for some people, it is um, it is a wake up call. Maybe it's not always yeah. a nice nice way of realizing no, things. No, not at all. It's I mean that's a good thing even because sometimes people just like to kind of settle for where they're. Oh at. yeah, I'd never change a thing. That's the weird part about it all is that unless I you know you're good, but most people aren't. Most people aren't too satisfied. That's right. That's right. And I think that if you're not satisfied, the thing is, I think when you're unsatisfied with something, it, it's almost like you stay in this weird, it's not a comfort zone. Contentment? Is that a word? Contentment? Mm-hmm. Being content. Like a yeah. contentment zone. And you yeah. just stay there because you go, well, I don't want to make things worse than they are. Right. right. But I think that that's an illusion. I think that if you stay in that zone, that contentment zone, you will just continue to slowly wear yourself out and tear at yourself. Yeah. And just over time, you know, sort of accrue this level of bitterness that will just be unbearable. I think that if you are unsatisfied, I think there's no other choice. You've got to get out there and try and make right. a change. Whatever it is that you might be unsatisfied in. For me, it was my life circumstances. You know, before I moved to Sherman, I was living in my parents' house. I had a super cool car. Well, in my opinion, that's debatable. And <laughs> luckily... What kind of car was it? It was a 2015 Camaro 1LS. So it's oh, the base model. Well, that's oh, a great baby. car. What are you talking oh, about? It was fantastic. <laughs> well, just in case any car people are listening, you know, some that's people sick. might be... You know, they, they might say, no, but I'm more about, a, you know, the Miata or I'm more about, you know, <laughs> a Subaru STI. Dude, I you would know. kill for a Camaro. It was an Camaro's awesome car. Great. It was an awesome car. And you like, off topic real quick, but you like uh, manual, right? I do. Yeah, yeah. Even my current car, my, my Ford Focus, it has a manual transmission. Sweet. I'm a huge fan. I love the control. I love the feel. And the thing is, though, <clears throat> I can enjoy the Focus more than the Camaro. And the reason I can is because it's a much cheaper car. It's not spilling over into the rest of my life like the Camaro was, even though it was a great deal. And so when I look at it, I don't see it as an anchor like the Camaro was. So I had this cool car that I was living in my folks' house. And I couldn't really go anywhere because it was taking so much of a chunk of my right. my you know income. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I had debts. And it was just becoming this nightmare situation where I just felt stuck. And quite frankly, I felt you know like I was wallowing in Loserville. Like I said, luckily it got wrecked. And at that point, that was my chance to make a change. I consolidated a bunch of debts. I bought the Ford Focus for a very cheap price. It was model year end. Right. And, and that was the wake-up call. Absolutely. I set my sights to Sherman. I said, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I'm going to move out there. Yeah. I'm uns- unsatisfied with where I'm at. But I refuse to just float about as I had for years. Right. And thankfully, fortunately, I've made my way up here. And it has just been a dream ever since. That's awesome. I cannot believe that things have worked the way that they have. That's awesome. Man, that's that, that's pretty great. I mean, I wouldn't say because you kind of said a couple times how you're trying to make up for all the time wasted. I wouldn't say it was completely wasted because it kind of pushed you to, to drive to do, you know, greater things. It's true. So, kind of like lessons, life lessons. Obviously, it worked for you and the better because now you're, you're doing pretty awesome for yourself, interviewing all these great people and, you know, making a difference in the community. So, 
Well, I appreciate I'm excited to see what's next, man. Yeah. You're, you're doing great stuff. Well, thank you. Yeah, that, that means a lot. Oh. And uh, yeah, I, it, I think you're right. It's a weird thing where in the end, you know, you can still win. And uh, it reminds me of a book called Loophole to Happiness by a gentleman that I actually did a podcast with called Will Von Bolton. Yeah. What's it called? Like one more time? Yeah, it's called Loophole to Happiness. Okay. And um, there are two passages that really stood out to me. So. This is the art? Uh, that's the author? one. That's the cool. one. One of them says, a missed opportunity was not the one. So you turn to the page, and the following passage says, it happened anyway. Hmm. And I love that. Yeah, that's cool. And I think that's what you said, basically, in a nutshell, is, you know, well, maybe you felt like you lost time. That wasn't, you know, you missed those opportunities. But, hey, in the end, look, you still managed to make it out to the time of your choice, and you're doing what you want to do. Right. Yeah. And that's where people say learn from, subjectively, what you might consider a failure or a mistrial or a mistake or whatever you want to call it. Learn from your past. Build up from your past. A lot of sports use that as, um, as coaching technique. You tell your players, you tell your, your children if they're in peewee sports, hey, we lost the game. Don't dwell on it. Don't let it bother you, but learn from it. Let it build you up. Got to. I you, think take that's... A, you take a negative, make it positive. And, and I think that's very important because I think there's the temptation to eschew things and just throw them to the side and go, oh, whatever. Um, I might have had a failure, but that doesn't define me. I'm, I'm just going to look forward and pretend it never happened. And you miss out on teachable moments. It's painful. It sucks. But sometimes when you are wallowing in something like that, it gives you a chance to, to reflect. Right. And sort of see in retrospect what changes maybe you, you should have made to have prevented the outcome. Right. Yeah, man. Mike, you got anything? Any more yeah. questions? David, would you like to add anything? I would uh, I'd definitely say this is this is the inspiring podcast. For yeah. the right. <laughs> right. Right. It's very turning that way, which is which is cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. The man. inspiration series. Yeah. <laughs> what I can add is that, you know, I'm, I'm definitely excited to be on the podcast again in the future yeah. for sure. Yeah, well, man. we'd have you a thousand times over, man. We'd have you all the I time if it. you want to be on. I so. appreciate it. Yeah, dude. I hope, uh, even outside of podcasts, but I hope to uh, continue doing different projects and stuff just because it would be awesome with you, man. And um, yeah, it's. Sounds good. I'm saying it public. Let's yeah. do this. Yeah. Right. Let's get some stuff I, done. I say in a way because. Because we're both doing local podcasts and all that. Uh, we're both pretty small on it. And it's kind of cool because now it's kind of like a little bit of a comp- competitive thing. And now it's like it's kind of pushing each other to do more. Let's do more. Yeah, let's, yeah it's a good thing. Let's get it going. <laughs> Absolutely. There's nothing so, wrong with that. Right. That's very awesome. Nothing wrong with looking over and going, no, 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 no. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Right. Let's, let's uh, do more things. Let's do more things. As yeah. long as it's that. Yeah, no, that's, that sounds great to me. Yeah. And I know... Outside of just podcasts, the three of us, you know, like your goal is community stuff, right? And so with the podcast, that's how we can connect our ideas and our thoughts and share them with people. But even outside of podcasting, we take that as a trio and we just push Sherman to the limit, push Dennis into the limit, push this local area to the limit. 
and really just show everyone we're about, you know? So As we should, because there's so much happening out here. It's just unbelievable. And there's a lot of people already doing it, which yeah. is so positive. I mean, you have a lot of folks working behind the scenes to create entertainment opportunities left and right. I've, I've never been in a, a town sort of, a, of this size or microplex <laughs> with so many opportunities. Right. It's kind of turning that way, yeah. Yeah, with everything's getting bigger. We actually, on one of our other podcasts, we just like talked about all of this. But Right. Yeah. Good, I'm going to have to give it a listen. Yeah. Well, David, if you don't have anything... I think we're hitting that time moment. Mike, you got anything, David? No, nah, man. Uh, definitely great to have you on. Thank Once you. Once again, it's, yeah. Yeah, looking forward to the awesome. next one. It's definitely, it was a great podcast. So, right. um, yeah, appreciate it, man. Appreciate Thank you. you. Everybody, check out David on uh, 903, 903 Derby. Derby on YouTube. David Mendez, uh, great friend, great guy. Uh, great I don't dude. really know what else to say. Just all around solid dude. So, just check him out on YouTube, his Facebook, Instagram. Uh, I'm sure if you type in his name, you'll find it. You got anything to add to that? That's it. That's very kind. Thank you. All right, boys. Well, I was, I'm Josh. And I'm Michael. David. And I'm David. All right. And we'll see you guys next time on Talk Time with Josh and Mike. See y'all later. Peace. Bye.